This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Aaron Hawksworth, J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez with you this morning. While we wait for Joe Osborne, of the host of Chasing That Paper, I actually uh, had to apologize to Joe last year because I was a Dolphins and a Tua hater. Talked a lot of trash, and I had to eat my words because what he was able to do and turn things around Looks like we do. Okay, maybe. Do we have them or no? I'm confused. Okay, maybe we're still waiting. Give me one second, Gritch says. All right. So, yeah, the, what Mike McDaniel was able to do, the confidence that Tua was playing with, there he is, Joe Osborne, host of Chasing That Paper with Vegas Insider. Joe, I was just saying that I had to eat my words about Tua last year and the Dolphins. I was not on board, and then I looked like a clown, so I am sorry for that. And then it's just unfortunate. Now I love Tua, and the guy's been suffering these concussions, but now the big story is, oh, is Tom Brady, all these rumors coming out of the combine that Tom Brady might be with the Dolphins, and Tom Brady says, not so fast. I have a kitten now, which I don't know if I believe all that kitten stuff. So where are you at with this Dolphins team now as we sit here on March 8th? (laughs) Yeah, all that stuff. And, you know, you hear the links to Lamar Jackson and even uh, the occasional Aaron Rodgers rumbling. It's all fake news is what it is. And the the Dolphins would be absolutely silly if they went after one of these big-time guys because you have a quarterback in Tua who's still on his rookie deal. That's a big deal, right? Like, that's like a a big talking point. And statistically, last season, there's not much debate. He was a top 10 quarterback in the league easily. So it's an availability issue for Tua. As we all know, Lamar Jackson also has an availability issue. How's he looked the past couple of Decembers? He hasn't played in the NFL, right? So I think the Dolphins are number one priority. You got to solidify that backup quarterback position. It's not Teddy Bridgewater, maybe Marcus Mariota. That's a guy who's never really played in a good offense before. Uh, I like him, and I like uh, Heineke potentially uh, as a backup to Tua. Uh, two, two good options. But, yeah, you got to run it back with Tua. And, you know, six games missed last season, that's a major issue. If he comes out again here in 2023 misses five or six games again, okay, Let's rethink what we want to do at the starting quarterback position, but you got to run it back with Tua. Hey, Joe. Yeah, I live in Miami, so so we we hear about this 
every damn day. I think that's just a product of living in Miami. As soon as something shiny and pretty and new rolls around, we want it. Um, I, I think you nailed it. Tua is on a rookie year, and they still can pick up his fifth-year option for next year, which compared to all the money, 20 mil for, for Tua for next year is a bargain. Um, what about the running back situation? Because immediately, as soon as Derrick Henry came out, all of a sudden, well, that's what the that's what the Dolphins need. They should get Derrick Henry now, too. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's it's unbelievable. If you if you listen to people, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, Derrick Henry. It's it's, it's crazy. Where is Derrick Henry going to end up? I don't know. That's a problem with these big time, like fantasy type of players. Like I remember everyone getting all excited when Julio Jones went to the Titans. And then they got excited again when he went to the box, you know. Uh, the shelf life of a lot of these big-time skill players, when they get on the wrong side of 30, not much of a shelf life there, right? And, and Derrick Henry, uh, I still think he probably has one or two Pro Bowl-level seasons in him. Uh, but but you got to keep that in mind with these running backs. The shelf life isn't very long. It's something people could get very excited about. Now, if the Dolphins didn't have to give up much to get a Derrick Henry, I wouldn't mind that. But I'd rather them try to find a, a diamond in the rough. How many times in the NFL draft have you seen a running back go in you know, the second, third, fourth round? That guy turns out to be an absolute stud. So I think that would be the move for the Dolphins. They haven't drafted a running back in a while. So uh, that would be uh, the way I would lean, I guess, for them. Let's talk about another Derek. Derek Carr, now that he's with the Saints, how does that signing affect how you evaluate that division and this Saints team? Well, the Saints are favored to win the division now, and I completely agree with that. It, it is a pretty weak division, and I think that the Saints, they really underachieved last year. Like, if you dig into the numbers, they were a top-10 team in net yards per play, but they also had uh, awful turnover luck. I think they were second-to-last in turnover differential last year. Just some back breaks. Some of it was bad luck. Some of it was Andy Dalton just with these uh, back-breaking interceptions he would throw. So I, I think they have a solid team on, on both sides of the field. I'm not completely in, uh, in love with the head coach, Dennis Allen, but it's a definite upgrade at quarterback. You know, Carr's one of these guys that flirts with being a top 10 quarterback. He, he's very inconsistent, but he's definitely a tier or two above Andy Dalton. And it's a really weak division. So yeah, I think the Saints will have a winning record and uh, punch your ticket to playoffs here in 2023 so where does that now on on, on the other side of the coast you, you've got the Seahawks that, that have that have all in on Gino maybe if they get lucky maybe they can even get an Anthony Richardson if things break certain ways for them in the draft San Francisco you know both quarterbacks are coming back from injuries. We don't know what Stafford's situation is in with the Rams. Uh, Murray's hurt in Arizona. Five to one, BetMGM has the Seahawks at winning the division. Are you buying that? This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, 
only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I mean, if you look at stability among those four teams, the Seahawks might have be the most stable of any of those four teams. I think that the Arizona Cardinals are absolutely going to stink. I don't like the head coach hire. You bring in a defensive guy to coach uh, Kyler Murray. I, I don't agree with that. Uh, I think the Rams will be a, a little bit, they have to be a little bit better than they were last season, but still, you know, is 500 too much to ask for them? Then San Francisco, I know everyone loves the 49ers, but what are you going to do at quarterback, guys? You got to figure this out. You know, they lose another big-time defensive coordinator. If you look at the 49ers uh, during the Kyle Shanahan era they've been a bit of an up and down team right so I wouldn't be surprised if they take a step back and the Seahawks you know they got off to that great start stumbled down the stretch a little bit they still punch their ticket to the playoffs I don't think they have to do much on the offensive side of the ball Gino solid quarterback if they can get a little bit better defensively uh, I could see them winning the division absolutely Nice hit on your Steph Curry play last night. Let's do more of the same. What do you like for tonight in the NBA? Uh, there, there's a couple spots here that I've been playing like all season long. Just absolute money spots. Uh, and they're both, they're a silver platter. It's fading both the Miami Heat and the Dallas Mavericks after a win. And each of these teams is coming off a win their most recent games. So we'll start with the uh, Cavs minus two in Miami. So the Heat are 9-22-3 and three against the spread after a win this season. Just no consistency whatsoever. And people used to think a big home court advantage when you go to Miami. Not at all. The Heat are covering at 29% on their home court this season. You dig into the stats, the Cavs are better in many key areas. So I could see them picking up a big win there, minus two. And then not really a sexy number here. I think a lot of people would look at this line now with the Mavs in uh, New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. I'm going to take the Pelicans plus one and a half here. So a perfect storm of trends is what I call this. The Mavericks 8-23-2 after a win. That is the worst in the NBA. Of course, they played last night. They won versus the Utah Jazz in this spot on no rest. 2-7-1 against the spread. That is the worst in the NBA, also covering at just 28.6% as a road favorite. So more of a a trend-heavy play right there. We also have to point out that Dallas stinks defensively. So uh, I would say those might be my my two favorite spots in the NBA here tonight. Joe, also kudos. You you had the Jazz getting that nine and a half last night and and, and the hook, you you won with the hook. So I, I... I personally thank you for that. Um, I will say this: let, let's stay out in the West Coast. That over at the at, at the crypto, the, the the Raptors and the Clippers. Now, I was riding Clipper home games to be under. It was an under machine at home. Yeah. All of a sudden, now that offense has woken up, but the Clippers kind of stink at home. They're sixteen and fifteen. 
They're lay, they're laying three and a half to a visiting Raptors. Where do you see that game? I'm not touching that game at the ten foot pole. <laughs> I have a prop that I like for the game, but but both of these teams, the Clippers, who knows what version of that team is is going to show up? Right? They play down to the competition. They play up to it sometimes, and uh, a lesser version of that perhaps for the Raptors. But I actually like uh, Pascal Siakam twenty five or more points. Plus yes. 140. That's just slightly above his season average of 24.7. Great matchup for him tonight. This could be a real track meet here. Uh, if you take a look at the, the Clippers, last 10 games, they're allowing the second most points in the NBA. They're getting killed from three uh, in the paint where Siakam scores about half of his points. And he did drop 36 on them back in December. Worth noting, he's had 25 or more in three straight games versus the Clippers. So a good plus money spot there if you're looking for a player prop. I love that. And I feel like you can get good numbers on Siakam lately. Maybe a lot of people are just betting on some of these bigger names. So good look there. What about in the NHL? Any uh, favorite plays for tonight? A handful of games. I like a big ice dog. The Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, plus 202 in Detroit. Detroit has no business being this big of a favorite. Both of these teams stink. <laughs> But the Red Wings stink more here lately. Uh, you know, uh, the Blackhawks over the last 10 games have more wins. If you dig into the analytics, they also come out ahead. Just zero firepower on offense for Detroit. A pretty good candidate here for the worst offense in the NHL over the past couple of weeks. And Chicago's had their number. Like I said, both of these teams stink. But you go back a couple seasons, they've won 12 of the last 16 versus Detroit. So, yeah, Chicago with the season winding down. Uh, worth a swing there at plus 202. Joe Osborne likes a big ice dog. Thank you so much. Check out his podcast, Chasing That Paper on Vegas Insider. Always good catching up with Joe Osborne. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Tonight's college hoops card. We'll dive in next. 